<sighs> How do I say this? Um, trash is a hazard. Oh, man. This bites. Hey. Can I tell you something? This whole essay thing, it was Ryan's idea. He said make it serious, set the mood, let the audience know what they're getting into. What a joke. What am I doing? Pouring my guts out, talking your ear off about how I don't think I can write as good as Ryan. These essays, these poems, I don't know, man. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I am the man. If anyone can make trash sexy, it's me. This trash, though, it's serious, okay? And even though I'm the man, I'm part of the problem. And so is Ryan and his big vocabulary. Are you? I bet you are. Hey, come on. I'm, I'm not calling you a litter bug or anything. I'm not trying to bring you down, okay? I'm just here challenging you to adopt your street and to pick up that trash. Do you buy your thermoster? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thermoster? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come Welcome to the Do It or Else podcast, the weekly challenge podcast where we push ourselves out of our comfort zones and try something new every week and report back to you with our experiences. You know, this is ultimately a podcast about two friends that want to stay in touch despite all of the miles between us. And we want to make friends along the way. Will, will you be my friend? I'll be your friend. Thank you. I've never been so delighted before i'm dustin and i'm ryan hi we're we're hosts on this show that's right and enough about this stupid banter god we are so childish what are we thinking we're we're too old too old to be childish we're too old to play we're too old to run around freely and just throw our litter all over the place without their a care in the world did you ever no. do that did you ever, you ever like be a little kid and like was, people said, don't be a litter bug and you'd just be like, ha, I threw my Starburst wrapper on there. Is that who you were? You were a little litter bug as a kid? No, but I, I did do that every once in a while. And I have seen kids do that. Like I've seen a little girl look right at me and she just like threw her cup on the ground. Oh, she's <laughs> like, <laughs> not my kid. So Take I wanted that, to be like, Mr. hey, lady, hey, lady, tell your shithead kid to pick that up but you kept your mouth shut i kept my mouth shut and that little girl knew and she smiled with her eyes she's like i'm doing this on purpose i'm you being know? bad yeah i guess we should say what the challenge is this challenge is to pick up trash adopt your street um we we picked the challenge because our friends listeners of the show friends of the show taryn and josh what's up they suggested we adopt our highway or adopt, uh, adopt a street and do something that benefits the lives of others. So uh, a little combo there. And we decided yeah, to adopt our a little, little absolute combo, adopt our street and adopt our apartment complex. Did you adopt your apartment complex or your whole street? Because you have a big street. I took over the whole block and cool. the complex. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, I did. I, I will get to it. But yeah, I, I covered a lot of ground, I think. That's awesome. This was definitely enlightening. We'll, we can, we're going to touch on it a bunch, but enlightening for sure. You learn a lot like, about your neighborhood through its garbage. Yeah, we're like the modern day Indiana Jones. Yeah, doing detective work and, detective and discovering things. Archaeology. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Who's but, your uh, favorite? How, what? Who's your favorite archaeologist figure? Um, so so you've got Indiana Jones, and I have seen those movies, or a couple of them. Um shoot, like who else is there? Like Don't are we talking Dr. Alan Grant? Alan Grant. Wait, is is he uh an archaeologist? Yeah. Oh, I guess he's a paleontologist. He's I'm sorry. paleontologist. Jurassic he's like Park. A, Never mind. Yeah. He's not looking. Archaeologists look at human uh, past, right? Yeah. You got Nathan Drake. What he he's do? from the Uncharted series. It's like a um, video Is game. Is that a video series. game? You video talking about game. video game? You know those video games? Y'all, y'all I, got that new <laughs> Halo coming out? <laughs> y'all, when's the new Halo coming out? But I don't have, I don't have a PlayStation. That's a PlayStation game. Well, that's a fun game. That's a fun game. Um, we got, I got, I got some friends I like to listen to. They got a podcast called Keep Calm and Game On. They uh-huh. talk about video games. And Nathan Drake is this very handsome archaeologist in the Uncharted series. I'm sure he's a white guy with a stubbly dark beard. Yeah, he's like awesome. every video game hero. What's his ever? name? Uh, Nathan Fillion is the actor that plays him, and they do motion cap, and he does the voice and. Uh, he's really funny. Like it's a it's a really fun game, um, right? Cool. For for video games, go check out keep Cal- keep calm and game on and uh, unlimited lives. Two two fun podcasts. Check them out. Sweet. Um, but free there's marketing. Also, there's also uh, Laura Croft, another archaeologist. Oh, she's a Tomb Raider. That's yeah. right. She kind of okay. Fell I'm gonna into say, it. I'm gonna say her. Laura Croft okay. is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Because old, that was one of the first video games I remember ever playing. Uh, like a neighbor kid's dad had it on his computer. Oh yeah, and I know why it, it was, was on his imp- dad's computer. Because <laughs> she was like an octagonal, octagonal sexy lady. Yeah, and that big game. Square boobs. I couldn't figure out how to play it. I remember just like she would just mostly jump and try and like climb ledges. But I was a child. I couldn't manage it. Yep. Couldn't couldn't handle Laura Croft. She's she's a hell of a woman. Whole Too lot much whole lot me. of a woman. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But this show's not about video games. Uh, we should do a video game challenge, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, what do you think about that, folks? Should we do one? Let us know. Yeah, I want to. I like I like playing Fortnite these days. So I'll I'll do a video really? game challenge. Yeah, I yeah. I that. play I play Fortnite like. Um, most about four weeks, hours every I, day. <laughs> <laughs> Most weeks I get like an hour in. I would say like an average an hour of Fortnite a week. I really like it. I'm terrible. What, what do you get to play on? What are you playing on? I have an Xbox One. Oh, fun. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a controller player, but I like man. It's weird. I like watching people play video games. So okay, I'll you're, watch. You're a fan of like, Twitch. Yeah, I'll go on Twitch and I'll watch Ninja on YouTube. Like I'll, I don't know. I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but it's become like a, like a great source of entertainment for me. Like it's fun to play on your phone. I think while somebody else is playing video games in the background, it rem- reminds me of childhood. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, you get that couch co-op experience that we don't get anymore. Where exactly. You know, your friend is playing. You're you're waiting your turn. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I would spend even my summers growing up. Uh, this kid Nick Chen was my neighbor, and Nick would play Zelda or Banjo Kazooie or any game really. And all the other neighbor kids, we would just sit there and watch him and like offer our opinions on what should happen. But I never got a turn. <laughs> like I would just sit there and just be like, oh, "I think you gotta get that crystal from behind the door," and like that would be like that would be the whole experience. So I think I maybe like watching someone else play video games more than I like playing video games. Well, I mean that's fine. There's a whole industry. On, on that right now yeah right crazy? people people that's are crazy. making millions of dollars i guess yeah i'm not alone in that i think there's there must be millions of people who enjoy watching other people play yeah weird and there who, there's who got, knew who knew jeez and the- i i have an idea like i uh-huh. uh this is something we used to talk about back in uh, the college days but like nostalgia basically i think for me watching other people play video games is nostalgic um, do you remember like channel 99 on your parents' cable when you were a kid? Yeah. Was that G4? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the scrambled channels at the oh, end. It, yeah. At the, the end of the row. Channels. Yeah. The scrambled channels. The scrambled the, channels. The forbidden channels. The, yeah. The scrambled the highly ones. desired channels. I'm surprised no company has come out with scrambled channels on the internet. Oh. Like, I don't know. I think it might work wow. for some folks. I think there's maybe a market. So weird. Okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, tell me what you think, folks. You want to watch some scrambled porno? <laughs> would, would you? <laughs> you guys want to, you guys want to do that? First, first off, how do we get the scrambled porn? How do we make it scrambled? You can't, you can't. The, the the technology has moved on. Everything's digital. There's no like coaxial cable and some. You just weird use a, some sort of unlock. Snapchat filter. You just got to use some sort of Snapchat filter over oh. the top of it. You know, if you can make a person look like a deer, you can, you can put, scramble them. You can scramble. You can do that neon colorful scramble thing. This is off the rails. This is supposed <laughs> to be a, a meaningful challenge. A meaningful episode where we talk about how we bettered the lives of our neighbors by picking up their trash and we have fallen into the gutter of scrambled porn futures well dustin this is a garbage podcast literally this week this is, this is a trashy so fitting. podcast right. i'm sorry so i was trying to make it trashy thank you for making it <laughs> trashy and with all this trash in the air whew, it's making me want to learn where all this trash came from you ready yes sir it's that time again folks oh yes it is you came today to get the 411 on trash that's why i'm here Going back to scrambled channel days, 411, you used to call up 411, get, you know, the phone numbers for places. Did you actually ever do that? I think I did a couple times. Um, 
maybe in middle school or something to order a pizza, that kind of thing. Didn't know I don't where the think phone I ever book tried was. It. Um, Star sixty nine. Uh, yeah, I never did that either. What are the other ones? There's a, there's Do those a dig, still work. A, there's a dig ticket one for eight one one, I think, and you call that and they let you know where um, underground utilities are buried. You know, so did you can you, you can did you learn have to pay for those. You learn all sorts of things. No, I think it's a public service. Oh. I'm gonna call four one one after this episode and see if it still works. And you can you can learn something. And you're calling in today to the trash line here with your boy, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. <sighs> hey, Dusty Rhodes, what do you have to teach me about trash? I want to talk to you about the Adopt a Highway movement and the program and everything about um, kind of the the culture and the history and some controversy, surprisingly. With the adopt Ooh. highway signs that you see all along your your thoroughfares, your roads. Okay. Um, there was this guy, and he was working for the Texas Department of Transportation. His name was James Bobby Evans. James Bobby Evans. But I thought your nickname or your name would be Jimmy if you're a James, right? Or a Jim, but... Right. Different times. With Bobby. Bobby, yep. Texas does whatever the hell Texas wants, okay? Yeah, isn't Bob supposed to be Robert? Yeah. Yeah. What's Bobby up to? I All right. Mr. Roberts. Oh, maybe was his last name Roberts? No, Evans. Bobby oh. Evans. I'm confused. And didn't Bob Evans make sausage? Or is that a yeah. restaurant chain? Uh-huh. Bob Evans? Yeah. Look at them boys. Maybe mm. he's... uh. Maybe he was also moonlighting as a sausage manufacturer. But in 1984, okay... He's driving down the road, and I, I got a lot of this info from a, a C-SPAN interview that I watched of this guy. Um, and Just live? No, no, no. I looked for it. Um, but Mr. Evans says, I've seen ranchers go down the road with feed sacks coming out of their car. I've seen people stop at McDonald's and toss the bag. I've seen people throw beer cans out their window, you know, and it bothered me. Bothered me a lot, especially since we had to clean it up. I did not appreciate people calling me and telling me my highway was dirty. So we had to go do something about it. And uh, I did something about it. That's kind of what he said. That's that was, Okay, uh, so he was, he, was, he was upset about people littering because it reflected poorly upon him. Yeah, and he's like, okay. it's not my freaking fault that the highway is always dirty, you know? How can we fix this problem so i can't go out there all the time pull my guys off of other projects just to pick up trash um and they would go out to pick up the trash when it was raining when they can't run lawnmowers when they can't oh run heavy equipment so like they had to make use of the time that they had and it just sucked to pick up all this trash right i mean yeah it just made the job worse being out in the rain can be good if if you're out there by yourself and you're choosing to be out there right and yeah. But having to do having to work manual labor in the rain to pick up who knows wet tissues and diapers and all these other gross cigarette butts that get nasty when it rains. He says, "I've had it. I've had it. This is my highway. I'm gonna do something about it." So he made a movie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He definitely made a movie. You know what we did last episode? We made a movie. Check it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, his what movie, movie was did called. He make? His movie was called Money to Burn. Wait, last episode we didn't make a movie. Yeah, we did. Last we... episode we ate cornflakes. Shit. Okay. 
the episode before that we made a movie. You're, You're out right. of your mind. You're out of your freaking mind. I'm out of my mind because I have I just can't believe how much money they were burning in Texas. <laughs> All right, so what's the movie called? Say it again. Money to burn. Sounds sounds pretty sweet, right? Yeah. It highlights the evils of littering and the waste of tax dollars and employee manpower to clean up the trash on the roads of Texas. I do declare. I know, I know. Bless our little hearts. Our little cowboy boots got holes in them. But he would show this to civic clubs. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He would show this film. Okay, yeah, he would show it. He'd go around town and show it to folks. He'd show it to folks, he'd show it to civic clubs, schools, he'd educate the public to prevent littering, and it wasn't working. It, it just wasn't working. The movie sucked. Probably. It probably was not the most exciting movie, um, and being told you're a bad person for littering, even if you don't mean to, like some of those ranchers, you know, they put stuff in the back of their truck and it just flies out. So that probably happens a lot in Texas. He he had to do something else, okay? So he reached out uh, with the Texas DOT, and they were able to form a relationship with the Tyler Texas Civitan Club. Civitan. You heard of the Civitans, right? No, I've never heard of the Civitans. Well, they're like any other service above self-organization. Um, they like to... Like the Rotary? Very much like the Rotary or uh, the Shriners... The Knights of Columbus. The Knights of Columbus, the Kiwanis the, Club. The, the Moose. The Moose Lodge, the Moose Knuckle Lodge. Um, <laughs> the uh, Scramble that. Scramble. <laughs> the Fuzzy Flat Top Hats. Um, yeah. These, so, these sort of folks, yeah. These, these sorts of nice folks that they, you know, they're looking to do good. And they partnered with them and they said, okay, we're going to adopt this two-mile stretch of highway on Highway 69. <laughs> Noise. Yeah. You didn't know the Civitan Club was the kinkiest of all the volunteer clubs Woo! out there. You this know? is a really dirty episode. I'm sorry. Well, we started it. You know, you thought the Masons were all kinky with their aprons and the little white gloves, but mm-hmm. wait till you see the Civitan Club on Highway 69 after a few Bud Lights, you know? They're the... Is that... I'm doing a striptease. I, I know. I can only see these like 75 year old men in their like sweaty undershirts, like shaking their hips with every. And they got like little spinny tassels on their nips. Oh, <laughs> and they're doing this all while picking up trash. That should have been money to burn. That should have been a different people would, film. People would have paid to see it. Yeah. And in four years, thanks to this partnership, this valuable, meaningful, um, and much-needed partnership, in four years, they decreased the amount of litter on the highway by 72% on that wow. section. So, I mean, like, they, they did a really good job, the Tyler Civitan Club, setting the model for future programs future civic civic clubs to basically say yes this is a way for us to do good get our name out there because every time you adopt a highway you get a couple signs along that stretch of highway where people can see um your good work along with your good name and nice yeah and the adopt a highway movement spreads it goes to all 50 states 
you got Puerto Rico joining in, Australia, Spain, Japan, Canada. You know, it's awesome, right? Yeah, it's terrific. And check out Bette Midler and Robin Williams, those good folks and all their work. Robin Williams, rest in peace. They uh, adopted their own highways. Um, it even got the Seinfeld treatment. Did you ever How see you that mean? episode? No, I was never a fan of that show. That's okay. He had Kramer adopts a highway, and it's a four-lane highway. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to convert this four-lane highway into two large comfort cruise lanes. Wait, it, but this is what he got into while he was supposed to be cleaning the highway? Well, yeah, he, he was starting off just cleaning the highway, and he got a better idea. He's like, oh, you course. know what people really need? They need wider lanes. <laughs> they, need, they need lanes to drive. Leisure lanes. Comfort crews, Jerry. I don't know what it is. Nothing about that show has ever connected with me. Well, you're from Pittsburgh. Maybe you don't like people from New York instinctively. That's a that's a that's a heck of a theory. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I like his other show. Uh, what's the HBO show called? Um, oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I like that show a lot. That's a funny show. That's a that's a funny show. Adopt a Highway popped up in a couple other TV shows, and uh, you know, after 15 years of civic responsibility, controversy hits the Adopt a Highway platform. You know what happened? How? What could happen? Do you have People any guesses? Up the streets. Um, somebody, I know I don't have, well, give me a hint. Okay. Um, here's, here's a hint. Their acronym is one letter repeated three times. Oh, really? Them boys. Them and it ain't triple A. It's about them boys. boys. It's about calling the boys. That's right. In 2000. What the hell did those guys do? In 2000, their hearts were full of love and they wanted to adopt a section of I-55. And these people, talking about the local Ku Klux Klan, all right, them boys, um, they wanted to adopt a section on the south side of St. Louis, and that, you know, as part of the bylaws of Adopt a Highway Program, any organization can participate and send an application. And, um, that you know, they were essentially approved, and there is an outcry um from the the public and the Missouri government wanted to deny the KKK from being able to adopt this two mile stretch of I-55 and it went to the courts after a you know a serious legal battle the lower court ruled in favor of the KKK because what yeah you know why why not not many people like to know this but the ACLU defended the KKK so, right, that is the, what they do. Huh? They defend anybody, right? Freedom of speech. Yep. Freedom of speech. And they were being persecuted based on their beliefs. The government was persecuting the members of the KKK because they're saying their personal beliefs of whatever nonsense they believe is being infringed upon and stopping them from adopting the highway. So they, they you know, got to adopt the highway. They got to put their, you know, proudly cleaned by the Ku Klux Klan of St. Louis, whatever, on the highway. Um, nothing wow. they could do about it, right? So, obviously, huh. there was a lot of, you know, immediately the signs got vandalized. They had to keep replacing them uh, as kind of part of the the deal um, with the Adopt-A-Highway program. Those signs have to be up. And um, the, the state was like, all right, we can't do anything about it. But you know what we can do? I'll tell you what we can do. 
2001, they changed the name of the highway to Rosa Parks Highway. Oh, okay. I How like about that. that? Nice subtle middle finger to the KKK yeah. from the state government. Like, all right, well, you can clean the highway, but we can still change the name of the road. And uh, the irony was not lost on the local government and the governor. You know, they're like, yeah, we did this. Mm -hmm. so, so did the KKK stick it out and continue to clean up Rosa Parks Highway or did they yep. pull out? Yep. They're doing it. Okay. Yep. And, Weird. Uh, you know, kind of something happened in 2007, but with without any ironic response from the state, the National Alliance, which is a white nationalist organization, adopted some highway in Kentucky. No, you know, no response. So whatever. 2009. Oh, wait, come on, Kentucky. Step it up. Let's, let's do something. You know, Name your highway something they're not going to like. Show us a little life then. Show us a little life then. Oof. What you got there? <laughs> what you going to do? You're going to sit guy? there with, with, with old Mitchie. You're just going to let old Papa Mitch do what he wants. Do something. Huh? Huh? Who, Who are you? 2009, a neo-Nazi group in Missouri. Again, whatever. Wait, you're just going to do that whole voice and not explain what it was? Which one? The old Papa Mitchie bit. <laughs> the Papa... I don't even remember Papa Mitchie. You just said that. You're just going to sit there with old Papa Mitchie. Oh, but I don't know. Uh, Shall what's a little life then? That's like uh that's like, like a boxing a, coach. Boxing coach? No, I'm not a boxing coach. Um uh, that was from uh uh I'm thinking of Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels when Jason Statham okay. is being like a, a stolen goods peddler on the side of the road and he's trying to get like people to buy his stolen jewelry. And uh he's like, Oh right then Turkish Tur no, not Turkish. He's got a different name and it's uh you're thinking of Snatch. Oh really? Yeah. Doesn't okay. matter. Great movies. Great story. Not a good story for these neo-Nazis. We can cut it out. We can edit it out. <laughs> Show us a little bit of life then. Yeah. All right. Let me feel the fiber of your fabric, eh? All right. Yeah. All good stuff. I love that movie. Yeah. Just take it out. We'll see what we can use. Um, in 2009, though, a neo-Nazi group adopted a highway in Missouri. I don't know what the deal is with Missouri and all these hate groups. But Jeez, they they got approved to adopt a highway, and then they changed the name to Abraham Joshua Heschel Highway, a prominent Jewish rights advocate. So okay, nice. Missouri's Missouri's good with the with the the trolling right back. Um, Kentucky not so much. Kentucky not so much. You know. Uh, here's something else that kind of is interesting. Fairly recent, uh, not KKK related, um, but maybe. San Diego Minutemen, they're an anti-illegal immigration group. Um, they adopted the I-5 near the border of California and Mexico, and, you know, they got approved. The California DOT moved them away from the border, and then they filed suit claiming, you know, uh, oppression, freedom of speech. They wanted to adopt that specific highway, that kind of thing. Um and they actually won a six-figure settlement against California DOT, and they got their uh, their their strip of road near the border back. You know, so I wonder if they're carrying wow. in fours while picking up trash. I don't know. Crazy. Well, I'm glad you had such a rosy story to tell us about the Adopt a Highway program. <laughs> and it does blow that my mind has gone to these negative stories. I I don't know, and maybe that's just a sign of. 
the times and the way media wants me to consume media and always, you know, like get my eyes grabbed by something that's either scary or kind of makes me angry, kind of disgusted, that kind of thing. Um, and I got to get out of this mindset. I, I'm sorry to bring you all down and talk about these these weird stories and these controversies surrounding the adopter street or adopter highway program because I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this challenge. I want to talk about the good that we did and not the not the the good things these bad groups are doing. <laughs> yeah, is that is that weird? I feel so or the conflicted. Bad things bad people are doing to good groups. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah let's talk about what we did. Oh. Take me, take me to the promised land, the clean land. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, this week's challenge, Dustin, it was yours. It was I basically adopt a highway or adopt your own street. What did you call it? Adopt your street, adopt your block, adopt your dorm. And what were the rules that you'd set out? My rules was to go out every day, walk your block, and pick up trash. Um, yeah. I don't. I didn't set a quantity. I didn't set like a fill your bag up. Like you know, no no, no specifications on how much trash you had to pick up. But get out and walk um, every day this week and pick up trash. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll go first. I started with so i guess a, a week ago yesterday right mm -hmm. um and my plan was just every day after work start picking up trash right so i would get i get home from work kind of late at night so it wasn't too hot and there weren't a lot of people around i could just kind of work because i'm here in the city um and i guess i should say i live in a pretty densely populated area in atlanta um and it's a real mixed scene here. I've been living in this apartment for the last five years. And when I first moved here, uh, it was very different than it is now. Um, there were a lot of homeless people sleeping on the street. Um, that was like a very common occurrence. Uh, the corner just outside of my apartment complex, there was always someone sleeping there. Uh, just like on an open corner is terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, and cars were regularly broken into. So there was a lot of just window glass on the street. You know how it like wow. shatters into a million pieces that used to be a really common occurrence. And it was also common for, um, homeless folks looking for something to eat, to go through our trash cans, like the, the dumpsters here. Um, mm -hmm. and there was one guy in particular who for a couple years would just, and he was, he was a particularly, frightening person to be around he um whatever was haunting him or whatever his illnesses were were terrifying and he was very threatening and he would oh, carry wow. like a like a like a big stick around sure and he uh he would just like throw the trash i'm gonna sneeze here one second <coughs> god Excuse bless me. you and he would he would climb into the dumpsters and just throw the trash on the ground looking for what he needed you know and so we we would put it back, but it it led to um, just a vibe on the street that the street was messy, and I mm -hmm. think that led to other people uh, making the street messy. There's a big entertainment like nightlife scene uh, just two blocks down from where we live. 
across the street, there's a, a, a couple years ago, they opened an improv theater called Dad's Garage. Um, so you get a lot of people coming out like on their date nights and stuff and having a few drinks. So you would often find like a bunch of beer bottles and beer cans just on the street. It, it's um, It was a rough scene, but the neighborhood, you know, as gentrification does, the neighborhood has changed. There's still quite a lot of homelessness in the neighborhood, but it seems to have moved down the street for I don't know what reason. Um, the folks who used to sleep around here don't so much anymore. You may find somebody um, passed out on one of the streets maybe once or twice a month, which, you know, for a lot of folks who if you live in like a suburban area or a rural area, that might be really shocking. But uh, I think if you, you'd find in cities around the country homelessness is is a rampant epidemic like ruining people's lives um and so we're dealing with that a lot here so as i was cleaning up the streets i was finding a lot of things that i guess i was just ignoring um so first i found like a whole bunch of razor blades and these might not have been for any purpose but it is very scary to find a bunch of razor blades just in this place where i regularly park um, no shit. I just didn't That's notice crazy. them on the ground. Those were um, in your apartment. Those are in your apartment n- complex. N- no, I park on the street uh, most gotcha. often in front of the complex. There's a small gotcha. parking lot here, um, and so I cleaned up the parking lot here, and that was mostly just like cig- cigarette butts, like mail that had blown away, um, maybe a pack a pack of cigarettes or a beer bottle in a bush or something. So there was a lot of that. That was easy to get up. You know, uh, a bottle cap, a straw from McDonald's or something. That was. There was a lot of that, uh, but on the street, I found a spoon that had some sort of crystal substance baked onto it. Oh my god, that's insane! Yeah, you, did um, you have gloves on? Tell me you had gloves on. I did for that. Yeah. Okay. So after the first day, I started uh, wearing gloves because I was like, "Oh no!" So I focused on the sidewalks first, and I got all the glass I could up off the sidewalk because. You know, folks are sleeping there. I don't want there to be glass poking them. Um, And then I focused on plastic because I know plastic is bad for the environment. So I got a whole bunch of plastic up. Awesome. Taking care Um, of the stormwater system. Very good. Yeah. And within within like two days of doing this, the street out front of my house was looking really good. Um, So I focused on the rest of the block. I would just get one bag every day. Like one or like I was filling like empty boxes of look. LaCroix up because I just had them nice (laughs) so and I found uh keeping keeping my like appetite for how much I was going to go pick up small like I'm only going to get this much and then I'll be back tomorrow that really helped with consistency because I knew like okay I can go out and in 30 minutes I'll be done so it's Mm -hmm. not gonna be a huge chore um and I feel like the consistency really mattered because over the weekend you know, more more trash came out, but I felt like because the street was already clean, less people littered. This is sort of like the broken windows theory, where sure. if yeah. a, it's an old sociological or like sort of anthropo- anthropologic theory, where if a, a window is broken in a neighborhood, that leads to more windows being broken in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, dude, the whole experience was really uh, hard for me. Um, Courtney and I are leaving Atlanta. I don't know if I've told you, but Courtney and I, at the end of this month, are moving out of Atlanta. 
she wants to get a dog, so we're going to need a house with a yard. Um, so I'm going to move to the suburbs for the next year um, and see how that goes. But, you know, I've been in Atlanta five, six, seven years, something like that. And I never felt like I really connect. Like, I love this city. I love being here. I like my life here a lot. But I never feel like I, like, connected with the city or that I, like, contributed in any way. And that's really my fault. Um, and this was a nice kind of going away thing to, like, yeah. leave, the, leave yeah. the neighborhood better than I found it. Um, nice little goodbye hug. Thank you for yeah. the memories. Yeah, so I'm going to keep, I think I'm going to keep, I won't do it every day, but I'm going to keep cleaning up the neighborhood because now I just notice trash everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't noticing it before. I just exactly. ignored it. Um, and like now, like, you know, cause I'm like, oh, I'll get to pick that up later. That'll, that'll be great. Like I was just like planning on it. So now as I walk around other neighborhoods, I'm, I'm picking up more. Did you have a, a similar experience? What was your, what was your days like? My days, my days were a mixed bag. Um, I live in Athens, Georgia. We've got a, uh, homeless problem as well, but nowhere near as like as densely yeah, populated not, it, it doesn't feel as stark in athens right like you um, know the folks who are homeless in athens like you yeah you with them regularly right and and don't get it twisted y'all like we're not saying homeless people cause litter that's not what we're saying oh but god no we're just we're just going off of our recent conversation but there are camps like in the woods so they're not sleeping on the streets or anything like that so we don't have the type of trash you're talking about where I live. I live on a yeah. kind of a college street where we've got a mixture of people that, you know, young adults like us. We're, you know, we're starting our lives, starting our families, and we got our little houses. And then a couple of doors down, there's a duplex. And then there's a house that's got like, you know, seven cars in the driveway, you know, like that, this, this kind of mixed uh, living situation amongst professionals and students and some retirees. Um, and, I would walk and I would walk. My street is maybe, maybe a quarter mile long. So I would just do like a down and back, just a big loop, 800 meters, not that long. Um, but I would just pick up anything that I could find that wasn't too gross. Um, mm -hmm. And after the first day, you know, the, the trash, you could kind of guess where it's going to be. It's going to be near people that park on the street and like stuff falls out of their car near yep. near their doors like okay well there's there's the wrapper there's the freaking jewel pod casing like whatever yeah, a lot of a college lot of kids jewel and not a lot of cigarette butts they're they're vaping now oh um, really in your so, neighborhood my neighborhood was all cigarette butts yeah we tons got we got tons the, and tons we got the little vape empty vape cartridges and the little wrappers mm. little pill poppers that they're in um and the 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 trashiest days were after trash day and Oh, it's from when the trash guys and I've seen them in the past. I didn't get any video or something. I'd love to get a video of this, but they come down the street and their freaking little machine that sticks off the side of their dump truck and grabs that bucket and throws it over the edge looks like the most violent act 
ever. Like, I love if those you get, trucks. Those things are so cool. They're so cool. And just imagine like a toddler getting like you hand your toddler like an action figure. Like here, I got you an action figure to play with. And they immediately grab it by the feet and start slamming it on the table. That's kind of what it does. It just picks it mm. up and doom, 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 like bangs it, you know, on the yeah. edge a couple times, throws it back down. So after trash day, there'd just be little bits of trash stuff that was loose from people's um, lids, you know, getting caught in the wind amongst that transference, amongst that dumping motion. So there'd be a lot more trash everywhere. Wow. Picked up a picked up a lot of red solo cups, it being a college town. You know, yeah. there's like a just up the corner there's I think a frat house or something, some unofficial frat house that's always having parties, um, especially now that we're into football season. Um, so people will park on our street and walk up there, you know, and people ditch their plastic cups. A lot of plastic, y'all. Plastic's so bad. Um, so much plastic. But but I ultimately failed the challenge, Ryan. Um, I I couldn't do it all week. Over over the the weekend, Casey and I got food poisoning. Oh no! Um, What'd you we eat? Got, we we ate what everybody else ate. Uh, we oh, also no. went to a pool party, so we don't know if we got a either food poisoning from like some bad guacamole or a bad potato salad or whatever. A lot of dips were out there, so who knows if like somebody's little kid reached up and just put their hands all over the vegetables and then they said, "No, I don't want those," and then you know. I happened to eat the, yeah, Casey and I ate the booger carrot or the booger broccoli, whatever. (laughs) And we were just out for three days. That's the worst, man. I'm sorry. It was terrible. Like just now getting back into the solid foods and everything. Um, but full on exorcist mode. Sorry, Casey. Yeah. She, she was not feeling good. And like, it was like, it was at like nine 30. She's starting to feel bad. I'm like, just just drink some water I'm like just you'll be fine just get over it and then she's like no i really don't feel good and like i can tell when she's not feeling good and she kind of shifted into that and i'm like oh god here we go she got sick big time and then like an hour later i'm like oh man i'm starting to not feel good and i didn't know if it was just because uh, seeing her sick made me sick and if everyone's listening you're starting to get sick pull over don't don't get sick in the car okay um but yeah, so then it was just downhill from there and we were basically out for like three days. Um, we did, I we also did keep... didn't get it every yeah. day, but what I, cause I was out of town for two nights or for a day and a half. So mm-hmm. I just, the next day just did twice as much double duty. Yeah. That's all I did. I mean, gotcha. you can't be expected to get out on the street. Life happens, man. You get sick. I don't think you failed the challenge. I, you know, you just got sick. <laughs> That's that's not your fault. I got sick, and uh, boy, don't want to get sick again. Make sure you go check out, go get a physical, go see your doctor. All right, go check on Doctor Kellogg. Maybe he'll give you a prescription for cornflakes. Clean <laughs> biological living. Okay, so but you you got most of it done. I got most of it done, and yeah, once I got it um, cleaned up, I I just kind of stopped at my street i didn't branch out um and i've noticed that these freaking landscaping companies they just cut the grass and blow the clippings onto the other side of the street 
these guys but, but that's are not litter. really that's grinding grass. my gears. This is I know it's just grass, it's but such it's such a suburban my, dad. <laughs> getting into my stormwater system that's I'm paying taxes for, and when it gets clogged up with all your tampons and your plastic and your sticks, it really grinds my gears. You okay? know what's down there in the in the sewers that's really clogging it all up? Fat deposits. So it's fat mixed with these people buy flushable wipes. Yeah, they're for the fake. They're, don't fl- don't get those. And folks. people believe that they're because the packaging says that they're flushable. They are not flushable. Well, they're, they're flushable. They go down city. the toilet. Yeah, they go down. They go down the toilet, but they screw things up with your wastewater and your sewage treatment plants. Yeah. And Look up the uh, London Fatberg. Oh my goodness. This maybe maybe this will be a challenge one day. But look up the London Fatberg. It's this insane. is a garbage what? episode. God, <laughs> it's all it's all dirty. Dustin, get uh, me out of get me out of. Do you think we sewer, should rate Ryan. this thing? Get me out of this sewer already. All right, let's rate it. Each week on the Do It or Else podcast, we bring you a fresh, exciting new topic. And every topic is unique. Every topic is a new challenge. And we, we got to figure out a way to categorize it. But we can't rate it compared to any of the other topics because there's just no way. It's like apples to oranges. Can you do that? I don't think so. So my good buddy Ryan over there, he's got uh, a way to help us differentiate this episode from the other ones. That's right. I've created a custom rating system. Just for this episode, I've put a lot of thought into it, and I have already done all the work, and I already came up with an idea for what the rating system is, and I promise I'm not making it up right now. Um, Because that's what we don't do. No, I thought this ahead of time. Um, So what I have written here that has been written for several days, it says... On a scale of one to seven days of picking up trash, how did you rate this challenge? There are seven days in a week. Yeah, no, it was really well thought out. And that's how long our challenges are for. <laughs> the depth. Yeah, Dustin, what'd you think? One to seven days of one to picking se- up trash. One to seven, a scale from one to seven uh, bags of trash. No, 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 sorry, days. Uh, mm-hmm. One to seven days, I give it five days. Five days. That was five days. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the just cleaning up my street, knowing I'm doing some good. Um, There's this old lady that lives on the street, and she's always been kind of mean to me. Um, She saw me walking the dogs one day, and she was like, don't you have a yard? I'm like, yes, ma'am, I have a yard, and I've got these both my dogs on leashes. And she just goes, keep them there. And oh, no, (laughs) I'm like, she's uh, scared. I, I I was on the other side of the street and um yeah so I'm like walking I'm like maybe two houses down and then she yells like keep them there and oh, no <laughs> I'm like what is happening did you um, win her over with this I think I cracked into her cold heart that bitch um <laughs> she was outside and I was picking up some trash and she kind of looked at me a little weird um and uh I just you know, I was picking up trash around her car and on the ground and stuff like that. And she just kind of looked at me. She didn't yell at me this time. So I think I've made a, a inroad to, to her. Um, but I did enjoy just walking, taking a walk, 
picking up trash, being outside. Birds are out. Nice weather. It's hot as hell, but still it's nice. And um, I'll probably keep doing it just, you know, on trash day. Why not go around, pick yeah, things up because it's only going to improve my property value to have a nice, clean street. So no, that's true. Um, that's, I felt yeah. I felt really similarly about it. I, I give it a, a five days of picking up trash um, out of seven because um, and I, I agree with you. It, it changes your perception of the neighborhood. I think as I'm moving next month into my new place. I think this is going to be the first thing I do. It is you you get a real feel for your neighbors and where you live and what's happening there because I I didn't want it to seem like earlier I was blaming the homeless people for the garbage. Um we all are littering. I know that things are falling out of my car and I don't notice or I don't pick it up or something I blows out out of something I'm carrying and I didn't notice yeah. and it flies away. That's how all this is happening. I, I I don't assume malice in most of this this garbage that I found, um, and it has made me happier to live here. Um, it's clean now, <laughs> so I think last week I was like, oh no, my place is so dirty, but it really wasn't. Uh, it was dirty, but it was well within a single person's ability to clean up um, over time these challenges uh any any challenge really is doable if you're just uh persistent and i think persistence was key in this neighborhood looks great but i agree i think once a week trash day seems like a perfect day um you're already taking the bin out or taking the bin back in so go ahead and uh pick it up some more i, I liked it thanks for the challenge buddy thank you and remember thank you josh thanks taryn for the suggestion we, we want to hear more ideas, more challenges, so send them our way. Um, and I think it's about time to pick a new challenge. All right, let's do it. Pick it, baby. All right. Um, I'm going out of town this week. I am traveling this weekend to New Orleans and will be there for the majority of next week. Wow, so, that's fun. Yeah, I'm going to go visit my brother. But I wanted to pick something um, that's not going to be super taxing, like an everyday thing. Something that maybe a couple hours of work will knock out. Um, and it's something I've always wanted to do. So this week's challenge is to pop a wheelie. Whoa, wait, how are you going to pop a wheelie if you don't have your bike in New Orleans? My brother has a bike in New Orleans, and I have a bike here. I have a couple days to try and manage it. And I'm not just talking about getting the front wheel off the ground. Like, of course, you can, like, pop it. But I want to see if we can ride, like, the wheelie, like, a couple pedals okay. um, with the wheel up. Be careful. Wear a helmet, of course. Maybe those elbow pads if you have them. But this week's challenge, pop a wheelie. What's your, what's your bunny hop level? Can you bunny hop? I could, like, hop up or down a curb i i mean i i uh i don't even think i can bunny hop i remember right. always trying to be able to bunny hop on a bike and just not being able to do it now you're asking me to do a wheelie and i'm can 32. you get the front up i mean everybody can get the front up who that's all we're gets doing their front up yeah get your front up <laughs> okay. that's a challenge baby pop a wheelie all right do i have to record it or can i just tell you i got i'll just believe I you the wheelie i'll just believe you You'll just believe me? No, but mm -hmm. then now I know you won't believe me. No, man, I trust you. Okay. 
Well, I guess I'll just have to make a video again because I'm liking making videos. <laughs> yeah, they're fun, right? I'm going to make another video of this wheelie exercise. Oh, yeah. I took a picture of every bag of trash. So oh, I'll have that up on the Instagram later. Good. Show us your trash, peeps. Show My us garbage. your trash. My garbage. Okay. Um, Dustin, where can people find us? Did you know you can find us on Instagram? At do it or else pod on Instagram. That's that's our lifeline to you folks. Uh, we're, we're off Facebook. We're off Twitter. Both of those are dumpster fires. And I think They're Instagram dead. is one of the one of the easiest um, platforms that you can go to without always feeling angry. Um, that's true. So join us there, please, on Instagram. Send us your own challenge experiences. Send us your ideas for challenges. Uh, we, we've got a few coming in so far uh, from... from, from blah, 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 blah. We got a few suggestions from friends so far. Um, listeners, if you're not friends with us, if you're just finding out who we are through this podcast, say hi. Say hello. Let us know your, uh, your challenge ideas. We'd love to know them. Absolutely. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to the Do It or Else podcast, the thing you're listening to right now, so it pops up in your feed every week, and we don't have to bug you to listen to us every week. Uh, Go ahead and give us a five-star review. Dustin says if we get enough of those, they'll put us on the new and noteworthy list for iTunes, and then millions of people will listen to our show. So do that and help us. Um, If you liked one of the episodes so far, you thought it was good, you thought somebody in your life would like it, Share it with them. Get the show spread, people. iTunes says we're going to be canceled if we don't get more listeners. Yeah, they already canceled Twitter. Yeah, uh, so they're going to cancel so us. They, yeah, don't let them cancel us. We're, we're good. We're, we're fun. We're here for you. We're here for, for the, the great or good little, little boy. What? <laughs> I uh, don't know. Thank you so much, babies, for listening. We'll see you next week. Papa Wheelie. Papa Wheelie, y'all. Love you. Cheers.